Okay. Yeah. Right. Just go with it anyway. All right. All right. Go for it. Big Up Chronics on the One Protege, whose album dropped last month. Who knows is the name of the show. All right. Keep going. Keep going. Big Up Chronics <laughs> and the One Protege, whose album dropped last month. Who knows is the name of the track dog who knows the name of the song <laughs> what what is wrong with you i'm gonna just skip that part. no i don't know why you i don't Sorry. know why no no we're, 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 this is all it's all part of it all right keep what going i don't know why you're going so who far from the mic name? okay right. try it again and we're going and three two one take 12. and it's a protege chronics are where you say Big up Chronics and the One Protege, who dropped an album last month. Check it out. Who knows was the name of that tune and is our title song for our show, given that the show name is Dear America, Am I Black? Who knows? I'm Dominic. This is my co-host alongside me here, Amit. What's going on, everybody? Two lifelong friends who grew up in Jamaica and attended the greatest institution of higher learning known as the University of Miami. The U. Go Canes. Uh, well, we talk a lot about racial issues pretty much every week, especially now with what's going on. We were chatting a few weeks ago, and I told him it. I was actually trying to write a book, struggling to do so. Um, though often I can talk a lot, I can't type a lot or put pen to paper. He suggested uh, I should do a show. I said, let's do it together. Here we are. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to give you uh, our perspective as two non-black people who are, um, who fall into the ambiguous column. And uh, the, the America is very big on putting people in categories and groups, et cetera. And coming from Jamaica, it, things were a little different. So just, you know, how our experiences and how we got here and more so than that, understanding other people's experiences and their stories. And uh, there will be other people we will do. We will get other people involved uh, via dial in and other ways just to keep the conversation going versus just hearing from he and I. So a little background on us. Um, Amit, if you don't know, is an Indian name. You know? <laughs> or Israeli, but in my case, Indian. Indian name. Um, you know, he doesn't fit the mold of what you would stereotypically think of as the look of an Indian. If, if you see him, you may think, I have no idea what he is. Uh, growing up in Jamaica, many people had no idea also. What would they say? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Jamaica, for those of you who don't know, um, we're not subtle. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So as a Jamaican, if you see somebody, you literally call out exactly what you see. So in my situation, it was... Mr. Chin, um, I'm obviously not Chinese, but what would happen down there is they would assume, because there was a whole bunch of Chinese Jamaicans, uh, that the Mr. Chin thing became an all-encompassing <laughs> category. So I was Mr. Chin. I think nowadays there's a lot more Indian people, so now I'll get Indian, which is what I mean by that is they'll just yell Mr. Chin, and by default, I know they're talking to me. Um, but it's not done in like a disparaging you know, uh, manner. It's honestly just an identifier. And it's just an easy way for people to identify 
And the other thing to realize is many of the people who are yelling miss the chin are Indian or whatever are people who have had, in essence, they're basing things based on what they've experienced in their lives. I, they've seen a bunch of Chinese people. I look, I look different from them. Maybe I'm one of the Chinese people. <laughs> you know, that's the thought process. For me, uh, I'm pretty mixed up. White, black, Hispanic, Arab, you know, a sprinkle of uh, some native in me, a little Jewish, some other things as well. Uh, growing up, I never thought about what it was. Had no clue, didn't think about it, uh, really until I came to America. And automatically, people just categorize me as black. Never, in fact, the first time I ever thought about it was when someone mentioned my mom being black, and I thought, huh, is she? Am I? I never, I never thought about it. Never thought, and you know. What's interesting is dude's last name is Delgado, so I don't even know yeah. why they would go black first versus. Well, yeah, Hispanic. I mean the the Afro population in the Hispanic. I mean, think about it, Brazil had more slaves than anywhere. Right? Yeah, but you're basing that on people knowing the fact but that people, Brazil had more slaves than anywhere. No, but but you can be, and that that that's a whole context into. Obviously, you can be, you know, the non-white Hispanic versus the white Hispanic, right? Well, you have the Dominicans, or Puerto Ricans, and I'm half Puerto Rican, so my people we say, you know, they'd be very dark, and they say, no, I I know black, papi, I know black, I, I Dominican. I'm like, no, you're pretty black. If any of you guys no. have seen Sammy Sosa recently, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking exactly, about, no. what he's talking so, about. There's the whole, um, and that kind of opened up a lot of things, and we'll, we'll get into things on this show, you know. Um, I had a, an incident with the police back in college, uh, was assaulted, uh, bust up pretty bad, uh, and it was all racial motivated and, and racial attack. They thought he was black too. Yeah, exactly, yes. I mean, literally, and we'll, we'll get into that. Um, you know, just everyone, it's, it's always, I'm assumed to be black from, you know, people saying what, you know, what are you beside black or just, you know, I don't know. I mean, we've used the word black like 20 yes. times in the past 30 seconds, but the show isn't isn't supposed to be or won't be um, purely based on uh, discussing racial angst and things of that nature. However, uh, our goal is to do things in a jovial manner, but touch base on things that are um, interesting to us or things that we've experienced and our friends have experienced and the fact that the world is not black or white. So why do we constantly put each other in these categories? I mean, case in point, um, as Dob mentioned, I, I'm Indian, but I don't look the part. So what that means is wherever I go, wherever I go, the assumption is that I, that there is some local or some um, uh, cultural type in that locale that I belong to. I, if I'm in Miami, that I'm Cuban or some Latin individual. If I'm in um, New Jersey, I am, depending where I am, I could be Indian or Italian. You know what I'm saying? If I'm, it, so it just kind of just goes around, right? But the reality is why? Like, why do I gotta fit into one of these things? You know what I'm saying? I mean, Dom specifically is married to a white woman who's also mixed, and so his kids are all kind of mixed up. So I have no idea what category they're gonna fall into when they gotta check one of these boxes. Everyone for college, whatever gets them in. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, right? It's like, it's like the African-American uh, thing when people apply for colleges, cause it, and it would be a white dude, but the dude was technically from Africa. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like South most. Africa. Yeah, oh, there you go, right? I mean, I have friends who did that. Right. And then obviously uh, the expectation, because not only that, but we do it in a PC manner. Right. African-American is also a term, again, as a non-black person that I I'm confused by because I know enough black people who aren't African-American. You know what I'm saying? Like people from the Caribbean and stuff like that, you know, are aren't American yet. You know, so they're not African-American. Right. But, you know, and but in an effort to be PC, that was the term that was thought of. And I would expect probably by a white dude. 
<laughs> I don't know that to be true, but that's what I would expect, right? I think it's normally that's the way it goes. Um, so yeah, the gist of the show, listen, we're going we're gonna to touch on our experiences, but more importantly, the experiences of others as regards to work, dating, you know, the judicial system, um, policing overall, you know, that weighs heavy on my heart and in my soul and my passion, um, the injustices in this country. For us, for Amit, for me, America is simply wonderful. We love living here. Life is great. But for a significant amount of the population, it's not easy, to put it mildly. It's rough and it's bad. Right? So, um, yeah, so... Now, obviously, this is this is episode one, and by that I mean this is an introduction to what the show will be. Um, with a lot of jokes, because we laugh a lot, even in sorrow and uh, you know sadness. Whenever in our life, we tend to be clowns. So, with these serious topics, there, there'll be a lot of humor. It's just our personalities. Yeah, and um, I mean, I can call out the redundancy, which is sorrow and sadness. I believe that that's a redundant <laughs> statement, but yeah, my point there. Um, yeah, so you know, and then knowing that, but introduce you guys hopefully to. Uh, to some different cultural experiences, to the Caribbean side of things, to the side that he and I experienced moving to the U.S. and living in different cities, going to different schools, around different people, and what their expectations were of us, um, which also entailed changed our expectations of ourselves. Uh, that sounds deep, I know, but uh, it, it won't be so deep when we get into it. Yeah, I mean, let's just start from the beginning. Um, you want to do it this to episode, or you want to do it episode two? Yeah, we'll do a five-minute brief. All right. Yeah. I came to America before midday. We both came in the, well, I came early 90s. He probably came mid-90s. 94. Yeah, early 90s, too. I was 91. Um, my expectations of America were simply based on Saved by the Bell. And mine, Ar too. Archie Comics. I didn't do the Archie Comics. I read them, but Saved by the Bell was mine as well, because uh, I think everybody, well, I was looking for Mike Kelly Kapowski, and I was like, this is going to be amazing. Yes. And it was not. Like Saved by the Bell. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. That's what I mean. It was good. It's not like yeah. Saved by the Bell. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that. You know, coming here, had no idea to expect. You know, the biggest change was air conditioning. I came See, to America, and I got, I saw air conditioning, and I went home, and I begged my parents. I said, I, I need this, this fan breeze business. Just You no. know what's funny is Dom, Dom was a wealthy dude in my eyes, because I knew Dom when we were younger. I didn't have any air conditioning. I didn't have air conditioning till, crap. I didn't have air conditioning till, I want to say like 92, not, something like that, right? It's when I got AC. And that's when I got it. Right? Prior to that, it was some straight fan business. And then, and I'm talking like, I'm even talking like a ceiling fan. I'm talking like a stand fan that you put at the end of your bed so you get the, the true breeze blowing <laughs> at you when you go to bed, right? So every kind of dust particle will be right up in your face so you can go to sleep. And then when I went to boarding school in Jamaica, it was straight open the windows and just hope the breeze would come through. And that caught me off guard. I wasn't ready for that life. Turns out it was kind of cool at night. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, still, yeah I mean, here's the thing. These guys are <laughs> cool at night. Go Mandeville at, at think, oh, it's just so cold. <laughs> yeah, we used to wear sweaters to school. This is Jamaica, right? We're wearing sweaters to school, like a literal sweater. You know what I'm saying? And it's probably like, no joke, maybe in the 70s. I don't even know what the temperature was because pre-iPhone days and nobody was checking that. It just felt cold and you would rock a sweater. And apparently rain and cold go together. So if ever there's rain, it means the temperature has dropped like 15 degrees, apparently, and now it's wintertime in Miami as well, by the way. And not just air conditioning like to sleep. Uh, a huge change for me was air conditioning in the classroom. Think about that. Think about the classes. We had at Cornwall where we didn't even really have, like, full windows, right? Like, 
Sweat box. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. So, so you guys understand, right? We went to a school, and I'm giving Dom credit. He only went there for a couple months. I mean, how much you go there for? Two Reggie, years? Two years, oh, dog. Okay, right. No, no, no. Oh. I went there for seven, eight, ninth grade, and I came back. So four years, yeah, all right. right? Struggled. Actually, no, not ninth grade. Either way, I went there for more than uh, over a couple years, so I've got a true experience. Man, what I'm saying, like, all right, for y'all in America or first world countries, and I don't know where you're listening from, but if you're from a first world country, there's a certain expectation we go to school. Again, say by the bell. <laughs> by that I mean you got desks and chairs. For everyone. Yeah, right? Like everyone should have one because I remember everyone didn't have a yeah. functional desk and chair. Right? I think even knowing that, but we had to, right, so we had to buy our books, right? So you had to go to the bookstore, not the bookstore like on campus, like some bookstore like down the way. It was a Sanxa's, um, was it, no, what was, what was no, it? Um, oh, Dominion. Oh, Station. Dominion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dominion Stationery. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you would go, you literally buy your books. Right, no, you have to carry all your books everywhere because no lockers. So you're carrying your books for every class in your bag, right? So now your back is hurting away. But you get to class now, and then there is either like if you if there's a three-legged chair, that's a good chair, right? Because you can kind of cotch it a little bit and make it stand up. Make sure you have your tetanus shot because <laughs> yo, I'm talking rust on these things like you haven't seen, right? And then I mean like you literally carry your chair. People would actually have write their names on the back of chairs, people including myself, and carry your chair from class to class to class. And so you probably won't have a desk and chair, but you have one or two, so at least you can sit down. And obviously ain't no AC, ain't no fan, and you're wearing, you're wearing a full khaki. Pants, you, <laughs> pants. long sleeve shirts. Yeah. First of all, on that note, I didn't know khaki um, was a material no. slash color, like it's everything. I had no idea that there was, you could have khakis, which I found in the U.S., but they, the colors aren't just straight up brown. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a blue khaki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in Jamaica, we wore a khaki uniform, right? Which was straight up brown pants, a brown shirt to match, and yet you could wear a brown or black belt, brown or black shoes, and, um, and brown or black socks, and you had an epaulet. And the black shoes you wore couldn't be sneakers. We kind of changed that later on in life, right? Rebels. Well, I, I would, I remember I wore uh, the Reebok pumps one day, and I wore my Jordans one day. Um, big balls. You could get in trouble. You could get beat. Yeah. Think about that. People would want to steal your shoes. I mean, also by the teachers, you could get beat for yeah. be in trouble, breaking rules. Yeah. So that was another thing about coming to America, too, for school, yeah. not getting beat. It was it's a true. blessing. I didn't have that Jordan sneaker money, so I didn't have one of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I would rock some, some whatever sneakers I could afford at the point. But, again, I didn't know that, you know, the brown cocky uniform that I was wearing wasn't, like, I, I didn't know there's more types of cocky. Until I got here, and then you, you know, Brooks Brothers, and you're like, yo, or Banana Republic back in the day. And you're like, yo, this is some next level things. But, yeah, you used to get beats in school. So, first of all, you couldn't sit. If you didn't have a chair, but yeah. then you get beat. And if you're too sweaty, again, no AC. <laughs> but you could get beat for having a uniform too sweaty as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, enough, enough, enough. Like um, the one time, uh, what was it? Sapo Chin. Yeah, Sapo, yeah. He was, Sapo Chin was religious our teacher. religious, yeah. Religious teacher. And Dom and I, for those of you who don't know, are very, very big religious individuals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. The biggest yeah. joke in the so world is religion. Moving on. Clearly, Sapo did not do a good job. <laughs> With us. Um, that being said, which is ironic because we have two very religious moms. For real, yeah. I, yeah. I think I'm changing my mom over time. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, this guy and Dom had, so, a, had an incident. Yeah, I mean, one day I just, I literally just forgot to do my homework. Me and probably three other kids and shit, you got to get up in front of the class. You know, big cane, get beat. You know, those kind of things. 
Yeah, he happened on the regular. He literally had a cane, like straight up off like a bamboo tree, like no joke, and would walk around with it like a walking stick, but he only used it to hit people. And Dom got hit. I mean, a bunch of us got hit. Like I got hit too. I was a year ahead of Dom school-wise. I got hit, you know. Uh, so, but again, it wasn't just us. It was if you just didn't do your work, you got beat. So you do your work next time. Like that was the motivating factor. Um, Dom got his mom involved. <laughs> and the story changes. Did, did not get my mom involved. In fact, purposely did not tell her because of the person she is. She is, she is special. She's amazing. She's out there. And I knew she would not uh, handle this well. Dom is a six-foot change, again, non-black dude, but a, a fairly giant individual in that, in, that, in, in that regard. But yet, his mom does almost everything for him. He's currently 40 years old with two kids and a wife. Fake news. And if it's not his mom, it's his wife. And I'm talking literally, I'm talking like, I, I believe Fake news. I mean, if, if you just imagine like anything that would warrant stepping in or just manning up as a term would be, <laughs> it, it was his mama. Fake news. No. But thankfully my wife has uh, turned me into a man. Which means she just does everything <laughs> that Dom's mom used to do. So real quick uh, on that story, uh, our friend Craig knew it happened. I told him, please just don't tell my mom, don't tell my mom, don't tell my mom. He said, okay, no problem. I won't tell my mom. As soon as we get in the car, he's just, Ante Camille, Ante Camille, guess what? Guess what? I'm going to get beat. I'm going to get beat by the teacher. My mom wasn't happening. She threatened to kill the man if he ever touched her son again. And, uh, you know, I actually believe she would have done that. And that's... She would have. It's kind of my mom, you know? She would have. I mean, it's... But again... My mom didn't do a damn thing. I got beat by this dude and a bunch of other I mean, people. You, you probably deserved it, like me. I mean, this guy. Well, I did my homework, but I still got beat. So our, our school experiences there were, were different, right? So we're coming from Jamaica, which is predominantly, obviously, a black country. But there is a very significant mixed population, white population, you know, Arab population. There's even now a growing Hispanic population over time with migration. Um, coming to America, for me, I came to the diverse or the mecca of diversity that is Boca Raton, Florida. Del Boca Vista. Which currently now is actually more diverse 30 years later. But back then, no, it was not at all. You went to... I went to Edison, New Jersey. So my diversity... Little India. Yeah, straight up. And again, being an Indian dude, you would assume, hey, not, not a big deal. Huge difference. I had no idea what... what uh, I know what actual Indian culture was. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm more Indian than this dude in terms real. of like, you know, food, culture, things like that. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I've, been, I've obviously gone to weddings. My parents are Indian, obviously, as, as is my family. However, um, it was, we were all the same kind of Indian in Jamaica. Um, now there's actually more variety by that. And the same kind of mean from the same general area or caste or creed or whatever term is that's supposed to be used there. Um, but when I got to New Jersey, but again, so it didn't matter, right? You didn't have to identify as, so technically I'm Sindhi um, versus there is Punjabis, Gujaratis, blah, blah, blah. There's a whole bunch, right? And I learned this, by the way, going to New Jersey. But when I got there, I was like, oh, you're the Sindhi guy. And I was like, whoa. I was like, I guess. But I didn't realize like, that wasn't an identifier until I got to New Jersey because there are so many different types of Indians. And it was a situation where you, 
had to, again, much like am I black? You had to, you had to fit into some, some category. Um, and it was weird. Um, it was different, you know? But yes, yeah, so my experience was I had to learn about my, about Indian culture. That was an eye-opening experience to me. And also, I'd never really met many Jewish people until I got to Jersey. You know, there's Jewish people in Jamaica, but I'd never identified them as Jewish. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I didn't know, like, a bunch of these cats. I had no idea. Dude, I didn't realize. I went to Hillel for a hot minute. Which um, is a boarding school in Kingston. Not a boarding school. It's not? It was in Kingston, no. But it, Hillel is, is a Jewish, the origins are Jewish. I had no idea. Here right in Florida, I have a bunch of Hillel academies and things like that. I had no idea. See? Didn't even, I didn't know we had Jews in Jamaica. Yeah. This is my ignorance. Um, beside Doctor's Cave is a Jewish cemetery. Shit, I had no idea. Yeah. For where? Literally beside St. James Place. Wow, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, we're, we're random place in Jamaica we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Wow. So it's why the motto of country out of many one people. Um, that being said, it's an intro to the show. We're going to get a little uh, heavy-handed, but it'll be fun. You know, we'll talk about both of our experiences, again, dating, work, the judicial system. I mean, I'm going to tell you funny stories about me in a suit back in the day in court, <laughs> things like that. We'll have some uh, interesting and very smart and knowledgeable guests on the show to talk about their experiences. Um, and to reiterate, you know, the focus was originally my experience and just automatically being, quote unquote, I am the black guy. I mean, right now at work, I am the black guy. You know, for police, I am the black guy. And it's not just a one-off thing. Any ticket I get, you know, I've also put, you know, because many of these forms don't have other, right? So one time I actually put you for unknown. I clearly, I, I'm not unknown. I know what I am. I'm mixed up as hell. But they've changed the you to a B many times when I um, get tickets i seen like i get a lot of tickets but hold up unknown is a thing unknown is a thing i'm not quite sure how but unknown is a thing so it means the but you fill that out right yeah but i chose unknown because there's no other or mixed no no but my point is if not somebody <laughs> filling it out going looking at dom and i don't know what he is no, i.e no, unknown no, you choose you sell yourself but how would somebody self-identify as unknown listen i, don't I had no idea for real so i mean hasn't had a ticket actually, in a long time actually look you look in the mirror technically what if you were adopted or you grew up you know, in an orphanage, you may not know where you are. Think about that. Yeah, but at least give me an other and an unknown then, right? <laughs> like the default shouldn't yeah. be you don't know who you are yeah. by, by, by heritage. And now you got Ancestry.com. Does that work? for? I guess that would help with the adopted situation or whatever kind of find your situation to find yeah. out your history or whatever. Yeah, Which absolutely. I've never done. Dom has done it. I've never done that. I'm assuming it's all from India. So <laughs> having done it, um, could be wrong. But uh, yeah, this is uh, episode one. We are going to wrap it up, but we will bring you some more stuff and some more jovial situations, and we'll stick to a topic. And uh, we'll try that out and uh, give you guys some more content. Um, the goal here is to entertain as best we can. So we're going to have people dial in and stuff like that, which will start shortly thereafter, shortly after this. Um, and, you know, uh, give us some feedback. Down you know? ballot voting. Not to get, get into politics president stuff, down ballot voting, research of judges. Now I'm going to get serious. Judicial system in this country is horrible. It's absolutely horrible. We need to fix this bleep ASAP. Research everything on your ballot, not just president. Down ballot voting. Make it happen. We need to fix this. 
that's always with people in the U.S. Uh, yes. Everybody else, I guess, watch watch and enjoy the ride, which is the next couple of weeks of uh, of craziness without happen in the U.S. Uh, obviously, as you can tell, we're this is mid October. It's today is October twenty second, and um, we've got literally a couple of weeks out before things get crazier or lighter. Um, Independent of that, no matter who wins, we still got major issues. We have to fix. I'm getting passionate about it. Fix it. Too many people locked up, predominantly people of color and poor. Need to fix that. All right. Throwing a joke. <laughs> uh, that's, Three men walk into a bar. But he's also passionate because he's, he's been locked up. Um, yes. Actually, as have I. Look at that. More yeah, stories More stories coming yes. your way. Yes. Um, and, Stereotypes uh, of the minorities. <laughs> <laughs> and to think that we both have jobs and, well, actually, I don't have families. He's got a family, but um, I'll get there one day. Either way, uh, this is the mitt. This is Dominic. Good Lord. One more time. This is the Mitt. This is Dominic. There we go. Um, we'll catch you guys in the next time. Thank you. Follow, rate, review, like, comment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll talk soon. Be well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The AIB Show. We hope you found it enjoyable. More show and content coming your way. In the interim, please feel free to check us out on IG and Facebook at The AIB Show. Again, please subscribe, follow, rate, review, etc. And more content coming your way on every social media platform.